2: Here's about Germany, why I made a curator's deck of the
4: Hollywood French Community, unity, unity. Heart, heart,
5: heart. You're doing it, you What's going on, people? What's going on, people? Welcome to another great episode of hashtag observations tfr by crazy d with my special guest host my sister tanya m congress let's check out everything let's see how everything sounds how is your morning so far
6: good morning listening audience Uh, my morning was pretty productive i got up and rearranged some things in my kitchen this morning and uh, I was up pretty, fairly early. I was up by about a little bit before nine o'clock. So I was able to just take my time and get ready instead of, you know, rushing, flying by the seat of my pants. Uh, subtitle, a glutton for punishment. Uh <laughs> that- <laughs> That's an inside joke of me and my brother, It's something my father said some years ago. My father was a hilarious man. Trust me, let me tell you, he said some stuff you wouldn't expect him to say out of the blue, and it was his his take, his visual take or insight on things, and it would be very. It was a lot of comedy. <laughs> Believe that. So today, uh, for well, I had breakfast this morning. What I had was. I had some old-fashioned grits. So, you know, old-fashioned grits, the ones that take 20 minutes to cook instead of five minutes. There is a difference in the taste. It's a difference in the taste, whether you believe that or not. And um, it's a difference in the taste. So I had a spoonful of those. I had some eggs with some tomato, scrambled eggs with tomato, um, onion, and spinach. And I had... What else did I have? Oh, that was it because I didn't want to have too many carbs. So this morning for my morning snack, I have a cut gala apple and some ginger in the small part of the bowl. Also, in my coffee cup, I don't have coffee. I have a mixture of hibiscus flour, uh, horsetail powder, um... Coriander seed and hawthorn berries. And then I also have my barley water. And so I'm ready to go this morning. How are you doing this morning? I
5: am doing as well as can be expected under the circumstances that we are in. Listen people, I have my ginger tea. Fresh cut ginger boiled by my lovely wife in the the morning with just a touch of honey. And of course I've got my oatmeal with mixed vegetables and I have grapes in it today, Mm. just hand it to me. Beautiful consistency. You You know, last time I tried grits, it was about maybe, ooh, it's gotta be about 15 years ago now last time i tried it because i've been eating oatmeal you know and last time i tried that you know that white grain clogged me up so bad i was like <laughs> never again and we used to be grit eaters you know grits mm-hmm. with some it, it used to be bacon but then we turned it into turkey bacon and crumble the bacon up in the grits with some butter
6: spinning it around and oh that would be mm, so good but i forgot that's what i did i had some i had some um plant-based i'm sorry that's what i did i had some plant-based bacon and i did crumble that cramp uh plant-based bacon up in the grits
5: right right it makes it such a great taste it's just a little if you don't put salt in grits and you let the bacon be the just the dash of salt in it right it's excellent right we're going to have to start, we're going to have to do an episode, a week of food shows where we show the food and everything. off. That'd that that that'd be good. Maybe do some pre-shooting and show some pre-fab shooting and come in with our commentary. You know, we can do that around <laughs> here at lordlandfilms.com, lordlandfilms.com. Okay, people. First and foremost, let me say, what's up, shots out, drops out to all of the people watching us on periscope vimeo fb and the film review live channel on youtube go to the film review live channel smash subscribe 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 like 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 this video share this video tag your people and all the various platforms that we're on friend like Follow us on all the platforms that we are on because today, just like every other day, but especially today, we are bringing some invaluable information this time, like we've been doing for the last couple of days for the music enthusiasts, right? Every show is always different. You're never going to see us stuck on that wheel, in that rut. We're always moving forward. And today is no different. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. What is the topic for today? Disagreeable people. Disagreeable people. The Disagreeable People Part 3 Possibilities and Probabilities Hashtag Observations Episode 46 We're on episode 46 Can you believe it? The disagreeable can assist in dismantling the mechanism in an organization which brings about forward progress. What's to be said for the disagreeable bandmate when those around are disagreeable people? It's hard to support, quote unquote, independence when they most times don't know the formula to make a hit record, the business of charting a record, copywriting, publishing, distribution, and the most important part, after you have all of that organized, the most important part of the business, marketing and promotion of the said product. So the masses can hear it. Just staying around home base uh, is a no-no, Let's discuss. The phone lines are open 213-943-3358, 213-943-3358. So let's start with some memes to warm this floor up. Just a little bit. Okay, let's start with this meme. I, I saw this meme a couple of days ago. It's from, it was placed in place by one of our neighborhood, the old neighborhood, friends. James Foreman it's officially once I'm home I'm not going out again season it's official quote, unquote, <laughs> once I'm home I'm not going out again season it's that time of season I remember when we were just wee pups it wouldn't matter if it was snowing, raining a monsoon you will be out there. But as you get into a certain age group, you <laughs> begin to settle that settle that puppy down, settle that puppy down. Here, here we go. Mother Nature's flu shot. This is also coming into flu season. And besides the tea, with the ginger root in it these are also some helpful flu shots you put this in tea you you take it in its natural form not prefabricated into a pill i would suggest but again this is just our opinions and observations we are not medical professionals but we're just going from eggs
6: experience. What do you got to say
5: about that real quick?
6: Those are very good things. Now, like cayenne pepper is a regular part of my diet. Ginger root, regular part of my diet. Echinacea, I have picked back up. Since you guys reminded me of it, I picked echinacea back up. I've never had um, stinging nettle, um, but I'm going to try it. And golden seal had been um, a regular part of my diet as well as that I took it with the echinacea I took it in a pill form years ago. Um, the the there's caution uh, regarding golden seal, um, so you're supposed to only take that like three weeks on, two weeks off. So you know, uh, just be mindful when using golden seal, okay? Because it, it has um, it can work in the adverse if it's if it's taken too much. And Cat's Claw, I just wrote that down. I'm gonna, the Cat's Claw and the Stinging Nettle is something I have to look into.
5: Kayan! But anyway, that's a reggae record. I don't know if people remember that. But anyway, okay people. All of this that we're setting up is great for the person. If you have a person that is in the music business or wants to be in the music business, have, smash this, share this, tag them in this. This is invaluable information. The first two slides we just gave is very are very important. You're out there. You're still trying to perform. You need to have your immune system up during these years of COVID. And always remember poverty is man-made. It's not natural. Poverty is man-made made. It is not natural. You have to remember, you have to remember, you have to keep your mind solid and understand, have that understanding, middle standing, and over standing that it is not that, that it is something that is fictitious, but oh, does it still sting. All right. So now let's go right here this meme came up and it's also part of our uh, ad for episode 46 and it's from an MC who also graduated with his degree and he's not only an MC but he's producer but he just graduated last year or maybe a year and a half ago with his Engineering degree in music. So, this is, I believe, it's a t shirt from what I can see because someone's wearing it, then they're wearing a, a medallion, a stone to cut off, I believe, the 5G, if I'm not mistaken about that. But you know, you're not supposed to be able to notice that, but that's looks like one of those stones. But anyway, support independent, self funded businesses, musicians, bands, instructors, writers, photographers, designers, recording studios, artists. Attend shows, buy albums, buy merch, schedule recording time, take music lessons, buy homemade art, purchase photographs, read unpublished writing, tell friends, Spread the word.
6: Before we go any further, what would you have to say about that? That's a wonderful shirt. That's wonderful. We do need to support one another's art. That way, uh, the industries that our arts are lent to can't pimp us anymore. But what I noticed is, I noticed this a lot is that um particularly in marketing and promoting music that a lot of times people will when they're promoting their own stuff they'll send you they'll bomb your inbox or bomb your timeline with their their material and it's like okay you know i'll check you out and so the whole thing is to check them out and then go make a purchase i mean what are you talking about on a single you're talking about 99 cent on an ep you're talking about maybe $7.99, $8.99. And on a full album, you're doing about some full albums go for $9.99 on, um, you know, on the the, the uh, Apple Music and all of that. So go and support the people. You're going to blow that uh, just doing something stupid with the money, uh, buying something, uh, buying some McDonald's that you don't need. You can spend that nine ninety nine on that person's material. Support them, support them. That way, they don't have to to feel that they need to be signed by a label and get pimped. But what I notice is those same people that will post on your timeline and stuff, you post on theirs. You don't hear any feedback from them. They don't go and listen to it. Um, you know, they they don't say a word. So you're just posting it. They're they're doing their promotion, but they're not honoring your promotion. So we have to do better about that as artists. We have to do better than that. Okay.
5: All of this, I'm going to call that so-called marketing and promotion. Because that does not make a distribution possible, unfortunately unfortunately unfortunately, okay but when you do things like that you would hope that you would say, it was all a dream and someone else say, that MS that MF (laughs) spitting it was all a dream this MF spitting pretty cruder. But anyway, okay, so let's get moving, right? And that would mean, that would be real dangerous because that would be the cuts. The cuts, right? And then, once you go through all of this marketing and promotion, you would hope and pray that one day you would be on someone's top five. Now, Marcus Webb, an official Black Las Vegas he said his top five MCs are Nas, Pop, Q, Kendrick, and rounding out the top five would be Jay Z. And someone wrote immediately underneath listen, dude, no offense, but a uh, top five without Rock in it, I'm not even recognizing it. That's what the person said. Right underneath, that's what they said. Okay. Do you have a top five MC? Do you have top five MC list, Tanya?
6: Do you have a top five MC list? Um, I would say Nas, Pop, Cube, and then I will put Chuck D on there, and I will put. Uh, let's see, I haven't. Even though I know Kendrick Lamar is bad, I haven't. I mean, I only heard him on a few things, so I can't say he would be on my list. And unfortunately, I haven't really paid too much attention to Jay-Z. I do know that people say he is the, he is the bomb. But um, so I would put Chuck D on there. And I would put, let's see, who else would I put on there? Uh, I would put Wu-Tang Clan in particular, Method Man on there for me.
5: <laughs> okay, 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 that's, that's pretty good, that's pretty good. My definitive is Chris, KRS-One, most definitely. Now, where do I put Chris? I put Chris-Three, I put Q-One, because he came out and represented the way, at first he was in a group, then he went solo, and... He did double duty most of the time when he was in the group because he wrote as well as wrote for others well as wrote for himself. So, so Cube one, uh Kara's one is three, Rakim is five for me, two is J. And number four is going to be hmm. That's a hard hard decision. Because there's a lot of new guys. And I got to give a new guy some shine. And so, this is going to flip people's heads, right? But I'm going to say J. Cole. I'm going to give J. Cole it. So, it's uh, Q, uh, Ra, uh, KRS-One, J. Cole, and... Did I say Jay? Oh, I don't remember. But anyway, you know, I, I'm, I'm more into the beat knocking anyway at yeah, the DJs and we go, go to the DJs. But anyway, that's my top five there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So now people, you will hope that you would be on a top five situation, right? So that one day people would then want to rate your look, right? Who had the best perm? Now, actually, Cube is not in it because that was a jerry curl, right? Jerry curls are considered perms, are they? But, but, you know, Cube is in it because he's such a forerunner there, right? As far as the culture is concerned. But which one of those nine, which one of those hip hop nine did it, wore the perm the best?
6: to you snoop snoop uh, <laughs> snoop <laughs> snoop uh, at first though like when he first came out with those perms i was looking at him like what, what's going on but his perms was tight though those that whoever was putting that chemical in there had that hair straight 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 it did what a perm was supposed to be it was supposed to do
5: okay Besides Iceberg Slim, the person who stands out to me, whose perm was on point to me. Now, honorable mention to Andre 3000, right? Andre 3000's perm in 2003. Can you believe that's been that long ago? 2003, he was, it it was a smash.
0: Hey, hey, all
5: right. But the person who really represented to me Iceberg Slim was Ice-T. For those who don't know, Ice-T and Ice-Q got their ice from reading Iceberg Slim. If you don't know who Iceberg Slim is... Look up Iceberg Slim real quick. Let's give them just a quick definition of who Iceberg Slim. For those who don't know, Ice Q and Ice T got their ice from reading Iceberg Slim. So who's
6: Iceberg Slim? Basically, Iceberg Slim, Robert born Robert Beck or Robert Lee Maupin Jr., better known as iceberg slim was an american pimp who subsequently became an influential author among a primarily african-american readership beck's novels were adapted into movies uh, let's see what some of those movies may have been uh let's see uh,
5: I, I know already, but I decided to let you go on ahead and, and catch the research right oh, there. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, here
6: we go. Here we go. Uh, the Mac with Max Julian and Richard Pryor. By the way, there was a scene in there that when I watched that movie, Sitting Amongst Men, you know, they were all joyous over the scene, and the scene kind of ticked me off. Uh, but let me see. The other ones there is documentaries, Slim's Portrait of a Pimp, uh, including Talking Head admires Chris Rock, Snoop Dogg, Ice t Henry Rollins, Quincy Jones. Uh, let's see. And basically, that's the only film they have listed here is oh, the Mac and his pack. That was yeah, the screenplay. I,
5: I, I think, I think that the the, the Wikipedia is wrong on that. Max Jill, Julian wrote the Mac, but you know, hey, maybe he was inspired. There is okay. a scene. There is a scene in the Mac, and the acting on that between Max Julian and the opposite that happens to be standing on the corner, and she says that she got robbed. He said, "I don't give up. Get out there, and you." are better get my money. Right? 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 Because he had just been talking to... Now, the guy that's in the car next to him is an actual pimp. Right? Actual pimp. So, there was actual pimps in the movie. Right? Max Julian. Right? But what makes that scene so good is it's her silent reaction. Acting is about about what you say verbally, but it's what you say non-verbally with your emoting, with your face. And she sells that shock, the shock that she has at the, at the person who was once her friend before she decided to be one of his women. The shock of what he says and how she... Doesn't and how later in the film she has the same exact type of shock on her face. When you have to see the Mac, the Mac, yes. Yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah. So for me, it's iced tea. Ice T. Ice T wore the the perm. So when you're in the business, you want people to do that. Now, now, Tracy Latrice says honorable mention to. Al Sharpton. That's right. Al Sharpton. Al Sharpton wore that perm. Let me take this down for a minute. Al Sharpton still wears the perm. But when he got stabbed in Bensonhurst, he was wearing that perm. That perm, that perm was putting putting women to shame. That perm, right? And then uh, uh Tracy Latrice also says her top five honorable mentions in hip-hop Jim Jones from Dipset, Scarface from the Ghetto Boys. Okay, yeah, 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 because they both had solo careers. They were good. Okay, now people as we go on here. (laughs) But anyway, yes, that's right. You watch this. So Most of your love, most people of a certain age, their love of music started with this right here. Who had this? Right? Everyone in their household had one of Uh this. It really destroyed the texture of the vinyl because people should have kept the jackets on the vinyl. But... You know, with the type of turntables it was, you would put it on there on the apparatus and it would drop the vinyl down. So often the vinyl didn't meet cover again until a young, precocious kid would be down in the basement taking alcohol and cleaning up the vinyl and, and replacing it and putting it back into jackets, placing it back into his jackets. At least that's what happened in my uh, situation. Now. So we got through that. So this is what's up. So let's go through some definitions, right? Let's go through some definitions. Disagreeable. What exactly is disagreeable? Smash the share button, smash the like button as we take you through this. Disagreeable, not pleasant or enjoyable. Secondary, unfriendly and Bad temper. Disagreeable people are people who are not pleasant or agreeable. Unpleasant people, unwelcomed people. Persona non grata, a person who for some reason is not wanted or welcomed. Persona non grata. People. What are people? What is the definition of people? Men, women, and children used to refer to anyone or informally to the group that one speaks to. Person, what is a person? A being, Now, no, this is very important, this definition of a person. What is a person? Person, a being that has certain capacities or attributes, such as reason, morality, consciousness, or self-consciousness, and being a part of a culturally established form of social relations, such as kinship, ownership of property, or legal responsibility. You didn't know being a person was so complex, did you? 213 3358 A being that has certain capacities or attributes, such as being able to reason, having morality, having consciousness or even self-consciousness and being a part of a culturally established form of social relations, such as kinship, ownership of property or legal responsibility. My question to you is, can you be a person if you do not own anything can you be a person in a society if you don't own anything smash the share button like button if you don't own property you don't own your you don't own your masters you don't own the house that you stay in. You don't own the land that your house is sitting on. You don't own anything. You are just, Tanya, can you be a person if you do not own a ownership,
6: have ownership of property? Um. By this definition, no. But by most people's definition, yes, because you're a human being, human being is recognized as being a person, but a person that's being acknowledged as such fits this criteria. And so that begs that like where it says down here at the bottom um, and being a part of a culturally established form of social relations, such as kinship, kinship to who? Like starting where? Starting where? What constitutes kinship? I mean, we know what kinship is, but kinship to what? And now we're getting into bloodlines, uh, origins, and all of that. Ownership of property or legal responsibility or your ability to respond to legal precepts. Your ability to respond to them. So that's opening up a whole can of worms. And we start peeling back the layer of that onion that's opening up a whole can of worms of, of what really um, constitutes one thing as opposed to the other. But really uh, in lines of government and in lines of laws and in lines of this, that's the, that's where the loopholes are. That's the reason why things have not changed, because where we fall in those loopholes is really telling the story by how the laws are passed or how, how the concern For certain laws that are not being passed, how there's no concern there. That's the reason why all of our aforementioned shows, we were saying what we were saying.
5: Personship. Being a person. Personship. Why things don't move. You have to be kin to something. You have to own something, and you have to have legal responsibility over that which you own within that kinship. You need to go back and watch episodes 1 through 21, 1 through 20, excuse me, 21 through 40, the discussions on Nigeria, those are two episodes, and the two discussions on Biden and Trump that we done, that's on my Facebook page, Crazon on Deanna have them divided up so you can go binge listen or binge watch. It's very important, you are not a person unless you belong to a certain bloodline. You are not a person unless you have ownership of property. And you are not a person unless you have legal responsibility. See how this is? And you think, or most of us think we know, but like we said, we're here to open it up. Now, the next definition coming up is support. So, you know, the meme that we showed, it said support independent self funded businesses. Now, wait, wait, wait. This is what we want to get to. So, this is on the front. That's the front cover of our episode 46. It sounds good. Support independent self funded businesses. Let's look at the definition of support and see if the self-funded businesses, it really fits. Okay, verb, support as a verb. Bear all or part of the weight of hold up. Support is bear all or part of the weight or hold up, meaning to hold something up. Secondary, give assistance to, especially financially and able to function or act. That's what support is as a verb. Now, support as a noun. A thing that bears the weight of something or keeps it upright. Secondary, material assistance. So let's stop right there. So let's go back to what we thought sounded real good at first. Support, independent, self-funded business. If you are a self-funded business, you don't need support. A noun, a thing that bears the weight of something or keeps it upright. Secondary material assistance. We have to understand, middle stand, and overstand the words that we say. Once I learned that support was this definition, I stopped saying support. I stopped saying support because support means that. They bear all or part of the weight. No one is coming in to bear unless they are going to be your benefactor. And we talked about benefactors yesterday. Okay, synonyms of support. Hold up, bear, carry, prop up, keep up, bolster up, brace, sure up, underpin. Do you know what underpin is? That's like the under chassis. Buttress. Reinforce. Another alternative to support is to hold up or add strength to literally or figuratively. So when people say, are you going to support me, man? No, I'll buy your product, though. I'm going to... listen to you, buy your product because, you know, I like, like what you do. I might buy a t-shirt because you got a cold design, but I'm not supporting you unless I'm going to be your, a sponsor or a benefactor, right? A sponsor or a benefactor. What do you want to say about that before we move on?
6: Actually, it's an interesting light on everything because that's the first word we use when we talk about um, buying a person's product that they have out, or whatever. They'll say, uh, "I need your support." Uh, the the candidates for different offices will say, when you're voting, they'll say, "We need your support." Uh, we so it's saying that we need you to hold us up, bear the weight with us. We need you. We need your assistance. We need your financial uh, contribution. We need your, We need your enablement. In order for us to be where we are and in all actuality, the only thing you're doing is going and push a button and buying a product. So that's not really support. That is uh, being a consumer. You're a consumer and when you're a consumer, you're consuming what you want. The consumption is based on your desire to have it is not as much as it is uh, based on supporting that individual.
5: This is true indeed. So it's very important that we have an understanding, mental standing, and overstanding of what we are saying. The English language. Did people know to be a person, you have to have some kinship, ownership, and legal responsibility to even be recognized as a person? We're going through definitions today. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. Go over to Lordland Films after it's over. And you can watch us all right there. Everything is there. You can go to your favorite, favorite podcast provider by clicking right there. You can click whichever one and listen to our back episodes to get the understanding, middle standing, and overstanding what we're talking about, right? Go to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube, smash subscribe, because we're always bringing information. Part three, possibilities and probabilities. The disagreeable people. We're getting you to definition. Why are most of the time people disagreeable? Because they don't know the definitions of the words that they are using. They don't know the definition of the words that they are using. And they don't know. And many times they don't even know what you're talking about. Because they may be using uh, everyday uh, 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 connotative instead of denotative definition of what it is. Let's keep moving now. Let's keep moving. moving. We're cooking now. We're cooking. A customer can also sometimes be called a patron, a patron or a patron, not to be mixed up with patronizing, but patronizing, but we have both definitions, so we're going to go through them, right? Patron, a person, especially a man who sponsors or aids artists, charities, etc., Protector or benefactor. Right? Okay. So you're looking for support. So what you're looking for is a patron, a person, especially a man, and I will add that's uh we will add women too because women can be benefactors just ask uh anyway we won't go in there. We won't go there. Just ask Tim Reed. Just ask Tim Reed. But anyway, that's another story for another time. Patron, a person, especially a man who supports or aids artists, charities, etc. Protector or benefactor. Okay. In commerce, a patron is a customer of a shop, hotel, etc., especially a regular customer, right? Secondary, the owner or manager of an establishment, especially a restaurant or a in of French or Spanish origin. So a patron. He was my patron. He allowed me to stay in his restaurant. He allowed me to stay in his hotel. Patronize. Patronize. Though spelled the same as pat- patronize. Patronize and patronize. Though patronize is spelled the same as patronize. Patronize is what you get when you have a patron. Patronize. Treat in a way that is apparently kind or helpful, but that betrays a feeling of support. Superiority to patronize. Now, to patronize is secondary. Frequent a store, theater, restaurant, or other establishment as a customer. Patronizing and patronizing spelled exactly the same. Pronunciation just slightly different. Now, so it says a. Uh, Frequent a store, a store, theater, restaurant, or other establishment as a customer. So what is a customer? This is what we're looking at. We have to have the proper language to speak to people. Would you become a customer of my music? Does that sound... Snappier or faster. Would you become a customer of my music? Customer. A person, organization that buys goods or services from a store or business. Secondary. A person or thing of a specified kind that one has to deal with. Now, customer has a, deno, a, a connotative meaning that has hit the dictionary and denotative. And that's what the secondary definition. A person or thing of a specified kind that one has to deal with. Meaning, that was a customer right there. He's a customer. It's a, usually a 1930s, 40s term. He was a customer. I, you know, I, I didn't like him too much. He was a customer. It's, it's, it's making the person, making it more that the person is acting foul right but the main definition of customer first a person organized that buys or organization that buys goods or services from a store or business would you become a customer of my music because to be a supporter would mean that you would become a benefactor or a sponsor. And usually sponsors want something in return, especially benefactors for the money or the time that they spend. Now, there are five types of customers. This is very important for people to know. These Smash the share button, smash the like button. We are... On the road now. We are moving. The five types of customers. Potential customer. New customer. Impulsive customer. Discount customer. Loyal customer. Secondary or third definition of a patron. A patron. A patron. A person who supports with money, gifts, efforts, or endorsement as... Artist, writer, museum, cause, charity. So in other words, they endorse the artist, writer, museum, cause, charity, institution, special event, or the like. A patron of the arts. So when you're saying, so when you say the words, will you support me? What? Are you actually saying to the people and do they have a total grasp of what you're saying? Do you have a grasp of what you're saying? So let's look at this again. It initially looked great. Support, independent, self-funded business. Now, wait a minute now. If you're self-funded, you don't necessarily need support. You need a customer base the independent self-funded business musicians bands instructors writers photographers designers recording studios artists need a customer base will you become will you become a customer of my music will you buy? my music because if you support me, that means that you have become my benefactor and I will owe you something. What are you guys saying?
6: I think a lot of times that's exactly how people are are, uh, terming that because you'll hear, a lot of times you'll hear artists say, I owe it to my fans to do this or that. I owe it to them to be this and that. I owe it a certain amount of concerts. I owe that. So you'll hear that language spoken among artists as well, but this does um, beckon to um, that needs to be something that's discussed in contractual agreements and everything because of the meaning, the true meaning of the words, not the adapted meanings of the words.
5: The adapted meanings of the words. Here we go. Let's keep moving. Here, let's keep moving because we are cooking, and you know that the video presentation produced by Moise is coming. So you, you need to, you know, it just says it. Matthew six, chapter six, verse thirty-three. But let your first care be for the for his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these other things will be given to you in addition. Matthew 6, But let your first care be for his kingdom and his righteousness. And all of these other things will be given to you in addition. Which means that you have to keep the eye, your eyes. On the ultimate prize and everything will open up for you and you may not need to do certain things uh, to appear to quote unquote make it. What would you like to say to that?
6: Well, first we must understand what his kingdom is. Uh, the kingdom is righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And if you if you're, you know, into the semantics of things and don't want to say Holy Spirit, basically, it's the Spirit of God that dwells in you. So it's righteousness, peace, and joy, the pursuit of righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is right, not only right standing, what is right standing with God? It's not that you went down and walked the aisle and went up and confessed Christ as your Lord and Savior, that may be part of it for some, but righteousness um, is, is much bigger than that. Righteousness is having integrity and having character, that letting your yays be yea and your nays be nay, where when you tell somebody something, You make good on that word. That's righteousness, not doing dirt to people. That's righteousness where it is within your power and uh, in your realm of authority and of your interest to do that, which is best for another person within your sphere of influence. You do that. That is righteousness. What is peace? Being a peaceful person, not stirring up strife, not stirring up, um, bad blood between people, not being a gossip, not uh, taking a bone and bringing a bone is a term my brother used, not, um, you know, just not being messy. That's being peaceful, having peace in your life, Uh, staying to yourself and doing your own business, studying to be quiet, studying to do your own business, focusing on your own business. That's peace. And then joy, joy is automatic It's something that comes from within. It's nothing that is external. It's from within you that you're joyful. You know why? Because if you're living righteously and behaving righteously and you're behaving peacefully, you're automatically going to have joy in your spirit.
5: Joy in the spirit. Now, is there righteousness in those who would be your benefactor who have put certain things up? And there are strings attached. Part three, possibilities and probabilities, the disagreeable people. Here we go. If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? What would it be? What would it be for you, Diane? If you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be?
6: Um, what, for me it would be oh wait a minute I think I hold on one second oh I see I have two things I have it up on Facebook and I have it up on here on Vimeo so for me it would be when people show me who they are to believe them the first time as Maya Angelou has said I have often given people credit that had not earned the credit so they, I, I was giving them um, what was not due them. I was accrediting a certain type of of uh, outlook towards them that they had not demonstrated they were worthy of, and I did that with a lot of people in a lot of different types of situations, not just relationships, but um, in business dealings and stuff like that. I did that too because I'm always a type of person who sees the glass half full instead of half empty. I'm always the type of person that says it's partly sunny outside instead of partly cloudy. So I am i am a person, I'm an optimist, but sometimes things are what they are and you have to let them be that and, and you know that they're not conducive to where your life is and where your life is going. So you have to judge the situations accordingly. So that's what I would tell myself.
4: Hmm.
6: See, what I was
5: uh, telling myself was something sim- similar, except for I would tell myself to not try to rationalize with those who are not unfortunately. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if it's on the, the school system, but not to try to rationalize and to get to uh, understanding middle standing overstanding with those who have not Study what you have studied. If they're on page zero and you're already on page three hundred thousand, then they will not have a grasp or a concept of what you are talking about. And so, that is what I would tell myself: is not to take time with disagreeable people to try to make them agreeable. Right? Now here is one from Larry Smith. He owns G5. Dispensary. I mean, excuse me, cultivating. I don't ask people for much. So when I do and it's not acknowledged, I hold on to that and it motivates me to not need people more. So overall, you still helped me. Yeah, I thought that was a, that was uh
2: mm, that's general, good.
5: That's a gem of a meme because if you try not to help me, I'm still helping myself. Here's another, here's another that was written, it was written and photographed and then put up, here we go. Did you know that some people hate you because somebody lied to them about you? Did mm-hmm. you know that some people hate you because some people lie to them about you? And you know what I say to that? You, uh, ask me, ask me what I say to that. And what do you say to that? I say fuck them all. I mean, fuck them too. You know, <laughs> if they want to believe, if they want to believe what someone said, fuck them too. You know what I mean? I, hey. You know what I'm saying you're not paying my bills and I know nothing off my back. F you too. You don't like you don't like me because someone told you something you didn't come to find out on your own. Then you most likely wasn't someone that I wanted to be around in the first place. Which exactly. Us, exactly. Which means that you had some envy or some jealousy towards me in Already. the first place. To mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. believe. Because people believe what they want to believe. And so I just believe. say. That's right. Get the finger. Anyway. Let's keep going. <laughs> Which brings us to. Sage advice. From one of our now. What they call ancestors. But one who has passed on to the other side. Dick Gregory. If you have never read Nigger. You should definitely pick up his book Nigger. But anyway. Before you agree with someone, or before you argue, excuse me, with someone, ask yourself, is this person mentally mature enough to grasp the concept of different perceptives? Different perceptives. Percep- look up the word perceptives. It's very important. Look up perspectives. It's perspectives, but look up perceptives, right? And perspectives, because both of those are words, right? So, before you argue with someone, ask yourself, is this person mentally mature enough to grasp the concept of different perspectives? If not, there is no point to argue. So, perceptives and perspectives. Both of those are words.
6: All right, so okay. All right. it's Here an interesting. Go. So it's an interesting contrast between those two words. To be uh, perceptive, and adding an s makes it plural. Is responsive to sensory stimuli, or being discerning, capable or of or exhibiting keen uh, perceptions or observance, uh, characterized by sympathetic understanding or insight. Or not, you know, Webster said characterized by sympathetic understanding or insight or not uh, being sympathetic to it. It also will foster that when you discern Uh, perspective is a mental view or prospect. So it's mental. It's a mental view or prospect, whereas the other one is based on a spiritual. It's a discernment. It's something you know in your gut. Um, It also means a visible scene. It means the interrelation in which a subject or its parts are mentally viewed. Uh, It's the capacity to view things in their true relations or relative importance. That's a good one. The capacity to view things in their true relations or relative importance. So both of those words, if you're discerning correctly, if you have a, a right per if right perception gives you the capacity to gives you the right perspective. The right perceptive is the right perspective. So if you're discerning from a spiritual standpoint, then you have the capacity, you have the perspective, you have the capacity to view things in their true relation or relative importance. So some things are not all that important, and some things are. You have the ability to characterize those or or prioritize those according to their importance or not.
5: Exactly, people. So we are building today. We are building today. We are building that mind state and not that mindset. We're constantly moving forward. Okay, so now, people, which brings us to always the great part of the day. I, you know, I give myself credit. So often, people don't give, don't like to give credit because they suffer from some of the things that we have just broken down to you the lack of understanding, middle standing, over of the words that they use and the words that you are using and thus they will sit there and nod their head like they know what you're talking about but they do not know because they have not taken the time just to look up definition to look up definition to take the time so why are people disagreeable. Why are people disagreeable? How can they come in and destroy the, mechani- the mechanism in the organization that brings about forward motion because of the fact that they're going to be disagreeable because they have not put enough knowledge in their memory bank and they think everyone is on some kind of hustle. H-U-S-S-L-E Hustle Not having the ability To hustle Meaning to move and get things done H-U-S-T-L-E. A Hustle is like a dance Baby They're going to hustle you out your drawers If they can't But if you have the ability To have hustle, you're going to get out there and get it and like-minded people will come along with you to make it happen. And those who are not like-minded most likely have not done the hustle or don't have the hustle, but have been trying to be hustlers, hustling, H-U-S-S-L-I-N-G, not H-U-S-T-L-I-N-G difference in words. Now my sister finished talking to you. We, we finished up yesterday talking about when she came back from the snap tour and the we talked about the disagreeable bandmate but in actuality wasn't it Disagreeable people, they wanted someone to do something that would be detrimental for them. So now, as we move forward on this, because we are cooking today, we are cooking with speed. JB's monorail. (laughs) Speed. Speed. Break It down <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. then and 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 then the then parties. then wanted then hear then monorail. then anyway. <laughs> 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 then I then hustle. H-U-S-T-L-E. then and to make sure that people will be up on the dance floor and do their H-U-S-S-L-E hustle. JB's monorail. But anyway, okay, people. Alright. So now. Why did you not? You had to shoe in. The woman was at the universe. You have to go back. We're not gonna go back. And do, and re, do all that recap You go back to the previous two episodes to get it. We're going forward. You were at the you were at the school of Berkeley. You had built a reputation. They knew that you were about your business. The woman within that particular office, you could fill that in. She said, "All I need is your headshot. That's it." And you and you know you didn't even have to audition or nothing because you had proceed your your work ethic had preceded you, right? So why did you choose not to go on the Tony Tony tour? And why do you think that it was the by intervention, especially with what we talked about on Monday?
6: Well, when I got the phone call and she said she brought them up and she said, well, they're looking for on this particular tour. They're about to go on tour and they want an all-female background. They want all-female band." Mm They're going to do and then the three guys are going to be out front I said oh okay so she started explaining it to me she said yeah this is what they're going with and are you interested I said well yeah I might be you know and then she said well I just need you to get your head shot in your bio that's all you're gonna need in a couple of weeks they'll fly you out to Oakland for rehearsals and then it'll get started like that and so I thought about it for a little while and I start reflecting back to the prior tour which we talked about in the previous two episodes. I start thinking about the activities of that tour and I've always been a person who's seen the big picture like I would I would everything was pieces to a puzzle and I would assemble that and then come up with an assessment of how I felt things were gonna go or how they could possibly go. Now one thing I recognized about the previous tour, is that it was it was low budget because of, of the things that were transpiring it was low budget. Now this one was definitely gonna be a step up. However, the other activities that go along with that are pretty much the same. You have the pressure to perform, which is never gonna be a pressure for me, but it's there, that element is there because there are contracts in place. Contracts are basically promises that have been made. Now, you weren't there when the promises are made, but you are hired. You are hiring hireling in to this already established contractual agreement. So that means when you come into the scene, you're now part of or part of that contract. And then there's a separate contract that you have to to um, be a part of for your services. And so that means that once you put your name on that dotted line on that level, that you're required to be able to return the goods on the investment that they're making in you. So I got to thinking about how my voice, when I wouldn't be singing on this one unless it was background vocals. But I started thinking about how uh, something being deficient With your person Like you know something Just being deficient in some way that you couldn't Perform with them uh, With there being an offer Of some kind of inducement Of a drug that can Enable you to Continue your performing If you just take this drug You know it's just temporary you're just doing this For right now you know we gotta get This show done tonight You uh we in a rush You know and We don't have time to get nobody else and, you know, just take, you know, pop this pill, you know, shoot this, shoot this injection, uh, you know, smoke this, drink this, and it'll all be all right. So now when does that, what does that, you know, how deep does that rabbit hole go? So for me, I already knew what type of person I was. And people might say, "Well, you talked yourself out of opportunity." No, no, I was just being cautious because I knew from that first experience that it wasn't gonna go nowhere but down from there. I know that the intricate parts of it, yeah, on the outside, to the outside world, you're on top of the world. You signing autographs, you performing, you playing. Oh, uh, you're living the dream. But behind the scenes, there are other things going on besides that. I had the one element on the tour where I was being propositioned and I don't, I don't engage in, um, uh, first of all, most of the time I'm in a relationship. If I'm not in a relationship and I'm about my business, I choose, you don't pick me off. I choose, right? So you got that element. You got somebody is coming to your room and this is a a standardized behavior in the industry that women who want to stay on or whatever, they have to lay on their back. Well, I my philosophy is however you begin a thing is how you have to maintain it. So I was not going to be agreeable to any of those outside of the contractual agreement terms. I was not going to be agreeable to any of that. And I said, I know how I am and I could, I could potentially, you know, cause myself to have a a bad name because I'm not going, I'm just not all that excited. I'm not impressed. See, my gift is my gift. My gift is God given. Yes, there are other musicians that may be more accomplished than I am, but my gift is my gift. So how I choose to let my gift be used or how I choose to be compensated for my gift and what I choose that I'm going to go along with in the implementation of my gift is on me. And I I have never been the type of person that's going to give somebody else the upper advantage over me as far as something like that in the use of my gift. Really? My gift is just as important as the the people that I'm using my gift with. Even if you got a thousand other people to choose from, you got me right now. So you got me right now. And along with me comes some standards. Along with me comes some things that I'm not going to agree with. Along with me is going to come some things where the rubber is going to meet the road. And I'm going to say, no, I'm not doing that. So I asked, I had asked the young lady from the office some other questions. I had asked her, I said, well, how long is the tour going to be? Because remember, I was dropped from the other one when we were supposed to go back out. So that was a bit of a disappointment. And so she told me, well, it's going to be three months. And their their Sons of Soul album with the song Anniversary on it had just dropped. That whole album was bad. The whole album from start to finish was just bad. The production and everything was a step up from their prior projects. Uh, it It was a level up. So I said, wow. Um, and so she said, yeah, three months and they don't know what they're going to do after that. So what happened was I passed. Having thought about all those other things, I passed. And at the time I was comfortable with having passed because I was at, I was back at my little job at Tower Records. It wasn't a high paying job, but it, it was a place that made me happy. I was content. I was happy. It was no drama Uh, For me or the drama that was there, you know, I was I was in control of what I was going to handle with that. So I decided to remain there for that time. I felt like I never had the attitude. Well, oh, man, I got to take this opportunity because it may not ever come around again. I may not ever have any other opportunities. No, I had pretty much made up my mind when I do this again. If I ever go out on the road again. I will be in charge of everything. That was the decision I had made. And I made that decision and stood by that decision because I just don't like a lot of, I don't like being, uh, I don't like people having gainsay over me. I don't like people being in a position to, to, to drop me from a tour. I don't, because I won't do the things they want me to do. I I don't like being in that position. I like being in charge. All right. So I said I was not going to do that again as far as going out on the road on that kind of tour um, opportunity unless I was the one in charge of everything.
5: Hmm. So. Tanya passed on that and continued producing independent music. Meanwhile, it's ninety three. The turkey jam has happened, and I passed my tape off, and we talked about that on Monday. And in between time, I'm the DJ on the college campus of Cleveland State between 1990 and 96, a year later, opening up my own CD-DVD store. But in between time, I produced a lot of music. I produced lots of music with with various different acts artists and what I found is sometimes people can be disagreeable but that doesn't mean that you can't come and still have if you whoever owns the masters is the master copyright publishing all that is taken care of all people have to do is do their thing and you come up and you have so Yesterday we showed you the day before we played the up-tempo stuff Well we have slow tempo stuff that you know we produce You can hear on uh, Apple Music or your favorite music provider And it goes like this
3: The place I was born, the way I was raised The way I get paid, American made From running from docks and ducking from strays, Getting high all day, American made Born to dead, but God we praise. Afraid of A's, American made. 12 gauge to If you ain't in the cage, and you ain't riding the magic, American made. It's like clockwork. I wake up early morning to a page. Round the corner from my house, down the street from my grave. At an early age, the block is like a black hole, sucking the sin and keeping our soul, making us cold. I'm buying double up before I know, I'm getting ounces from the nigga next door. Told me how to cut it, showed me how to cook it Told me where to put it, where the police wouldn't look for it And all I want to do was live like this game Trying
5: to see the light, past all the shiny things the niggas 14, already pecking tools, man What's that for a minute? Now, you, you hear that instrumentation in there, right? you say, It sounds like it's a band playing these various instruments But that's just one person on the production and I was using a boss DR5 a boss DR5 and I mean a down, don't 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 right then the bass line boom 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 see I, I, I'm 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 I love bass I love the bass the bass and the drum the rhythm section kicking together that that's my thing, right? And so I make music sound like it's playing. I like this Euro hop that's going on. You know, Kraftwerk's been since 1970 and the main leader of Kraftwerk passed a couple of months back. We need to be working on bringing the sound to more of a played sound again, but you know, to each their own. But I'm just saying, you know, for me, the the Euro pop or the Euro hop is cool, but I like the more warm uh
3: rhythm section, you know what I mean? Street knowledge, he ain't never been to school, man. I'm knowing cash rules, everything around me with dealers and Hustlers and G's and fangs around me until it found me. In the middle of a rockin' hard spot, getting robbed with a Glock to my knock. Now on my block, we gotta watch for these trackers and these cops who ain't nothing but crackers. They got Listen
5: to now when you listen to Sean Styles' lyrics, I have to give him credit because he spins a narrative and he spins a tale and he talks about his experiences. Right? Could be embellished some somewhat, but he spins a narrative and it's American-made. KKK, American made. It's what they made us to try to destroy us, and that's what's in the music, right? This is what we talk about in the music that I produce. Was it's not gonna be all the way in your face, but it's gonna Mm -hmm. tell you the story and get it through. And when you listen to what he's saying, I mean, he's putting it. He's putting it down. Uh, laying on the track just beautiful Let, let's keep listening here so while Tanya is over there she's there she's at Berkeley and she's working and she's producing independent music in Cleveland between 1990 and 96 Chris D is in the studio and putting out projects DJing parties we talked about that the other day here we go I was born the way I was pregnant, the way i get paid American Madness Strays. Getting our day,
3: American Map. We mourn the dead, but God we pray. Afraid of AIDS, American magic 12 gauge to graves. If you ain't in the cage, then you're the riding the maze. American it Map. It's crazy D's music up here in
4: Warnsville. That Warnsville Harvard hook up on the block. What's going on? Taking over, baby. Taking over. Crazy D's. Uh, you know, it's not about. What hood you stay in? No. What kind of car you drive and no. what kind of clothes you wear? <laughs> but when you a hard baller, you got those things anyway. of <laughs> hey. folks, and besides you ain't shit to me. Ooh. Daddy V's, S-Y. <laughs> My niggas on the right side of me, left side of me,
5: front and back of me, B stacking G's. If you ain't never hard hustled, then started the bossin' with the rolling up the with the ball and you don't know this shit Always run into your car Cause you're a ghetto star This mic make you wanna hit on the shit Act shit, be shit Cause the shit don't happen for you or your crew But don't hate on me or my dudes Cause you don't have no chains with my giants yeah. For claiming who you are And you use other the famous jiggles To try to make you come up to par But clothes, and hoes House of state and real estate No more hustle, these things you can't fake What's yours, nigga? What's yours? Beaches and shores, you rent the to Shake and act like whores Once more? No more You know the score, it's hard
2: ballin' If you ain't no knowing, it's hard ball.
5: production to distinguish yourself away from other people so you hear that but you don't hear a a hi-hat hit you hear a hip-hop snare hit that gives you the difference between it being midwest and being south right so as you're listening to the construction you're listening to a hi-hat you listen to the hi-hat going but it's not hi-hat going you hear the snare drum go like hip-hop like boom bap that's how you know the difference between midwest production and which i'm from cleveland ohio and southern production
3: like a two dollar club, the way she move her ass and those hip huggers, like Jerry Jelly. She make the nigga want to I'm about to rush her. the one who wear Donna the can and her hair and nails done. Plus, she been staring since I stepped inside. She done met eyes, pointed at the door, told her to meet me at the ride. Set up on the hood, I said, What she no good? She bouncing the ass just like I hoped she would. I like the way you shake that, them niggas say that they wouldn't. Shake that. Bend them hoes to the floor. Real niggas get their back. Real niggas represent. Make them hoes. Shake, shake that. Burn a hole in the rope, with the fingers in edges, like a gadget. To the left and then the right. Yeah, i shake that. John Styles in the back. Niggas
2: skills where you at. Grab the motherfucking mic and make these hoes. Shake that. I think I'm going crazy again But what if I snap And grab that damn v again I'm in a trap But I got my mind made up in this bitch If you can't feel me, you can't heal me Just don't eat up this clip And chill as hoes off in this game You don't mean anything to me Since you can't suck my pocket They said I'll have 8th or a G I'm on a mission, man Your vision ain't about to stop progress I can't sweat you, I'ma wet you Use your asses all high. I got my point across Puzzles out here don't recognize The having you on my mind is for tactics I exercise Like Jackie, you fold some bees That you shouldn't have been sitting on Or get you for switches that you shouldn't have been hitting on You last straight to your bitch face like that
5: shit Now, when I produce tracks When I bring in MCs this, this song is called Straight From The J, right? So when I bring MCs in I look for them to tell the authentic story of what Cleveland, Ohio is like. So when you listen to the words, when you listen to the vocals on this track, and then when you hear it in a car, I mean it's just going bananas with the low end. Matter of fact, it might kill your 808s with the low tones that it goes in. It might just shut them down for a minute. You might need to you might have a natural kill switch there, right? So when you listen to this, you know that's menace. Tanya, remember Menace?
1: You oh yeah. Yeah, 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 back. yeah, yeah. That's Menace. Yeah. And in,
5: in the middle is Sean Styles, and at the end is Double O G. And Double O G, uh, still one of the uh great I, I've I've ever recorded. One of the greatest MCs I've ever recorded. I mean, he just goes like thirty-two bars straight, no breath, and he just delivers on this track. And this track gives the information, like Chuck D said that hip hop is like the cnn of black folks and so when you want to know what's going on in a city you listen to the music that comes from there a lot of times people don't get to hear the music that comes from cleveland ohio so they get they kind of get lost to sleep a little bit but if they just
2: listen then they they would hear okay here we go don't be fighting daddy, i said Shut the fuck up but your trick ass ain't understand me the outcome of the scene, or your face you take the heat Picked off on your face while wiping blood off your fucking seat I never feel with more because this shit is so sick indeed I'm say go can't off in your dick, I don't feel my heart beat This black rain nigga, Ray, no, what? what, 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 Nigga we come to start shit Twist up something, you got to spark shit shit We keep it pumping like some artificial heart shit Some of that heart shit, pure uncut narc shit Get the money, don't give a
3: fuck if it's more shit, more trying to part shit, part shit, like a photo for my phone, equipped with foes, for my fucking foes, smoking up dumping ashes on the hose kicking flows, what? you can't sleep on like no no fuck the pose, you bet the duck for I bruise, yeah. Equip with shit to strip the lights up off your cruiser. with the infrared beam I'm trying to do, ya. Yeah. In the silence, So you won't hear the boo yeah. Bringing it to yeah. ya. Shouts down, the one and only. Yeah, it gap, nigga. Give me respect like you owe know me. And if you think I'm a ho, then motherfucker show me. Or back up off me, cause you ain't got nothing on. Double OG. D-I-N-O-G-I. South, Southeast. Niggas, Kiara. Friendly
2: father, I'm bleeding with
3: the judge,
2: but he I got the blood of a black thug. Drug many niggas down the back row. Use the jack hole. Hit the block to get my crack, so in my Mac mode. Yeah, I really got a drill off of pulling pipes. I didn't give a fuck. I stuck to get the money right. What a rush. With the bus and nut off a homicide. Will I die? Off the bonus water got me traumatized. Mama cried. Because the judge had a place for me. But killers and rapist be 7 twenties, what I'm facing. G my baby girl gotta grow up in this crazy world. And it's a shame. When dirt was on, it made me throw addicted to the fast pace. Rolling half kids, making mass pays. Money, hungry bitches. Make my ass ache. Life's a bitch. I know I should quit and hang up my shoes. But yo, I'd rather die in my prison, blues, feel me? I'm making it happen, and thinking suicide is do or die, cause was watching me and they soon arrive I'm getting high, and going for a lit. Shotty minutes, face, winning the safe, and found the quarter break. Tearing up a real case, graze motherfucker in my kill face. I don't give a fuck about your life, I need my bills paid. Real fast nigga, had cash, get my steel blast, feeling split. Ain't no coming back or running telling shit. Pump bitch, he was a suffer so I listen good Cause yo was all about the drama in my wicked hood I wish you would come up on Harvard like the real this Straight up young niggas with triggers that love to kill you bitch Staring at the world with my eyes cold. where I blind, oh, I'm How much more corrupted evil will my mind hold oh. Before I go insane do I have hope I can't cope, all I'm
3: nothing for is murder mowing and mass dope Got a I I met her on the late night, getting high. Watching little niggas play fight. I walked up to her from the side, grabbed her ass. Not nah, caring since I liked what she was wearing, it was something. Down to Karen, I knew she smoked weed when she asked me was I sharing. This my nigga's parents, but I got a little something, man. You can trouble, chill, till your girl get the front She spent the night over her cousins, who was playing hating. Say I fuck hoes by the dozen, never said that I wasn't. But I only like to kick it, and get twisted. Can you get with it? Toss it up and I'ma hit it. Ain't no questions asked. She looked at me. And did she laugh? bitch is cause she ain't my type. She used to be all on me, now she act like she don't like me. That might be, but I was clapping at night. And if you scared of the dark, I can take you to the light. When I spark this flame, introduce her to this game. Wanna be my man? Wanna be my everything? What? I met her when she was young, it didn't take much to get us sprung wrapped around my tongue. she ever done. I got these hoes playing dumb, huh? You want to be my number one? Find the size on them lies, the ties with my eyes, cry. Let me hit one more time off a hit I got these playing huh? You want to be my number one? Now,
5: what's interesting about that track is I'm cutting on that track, but I used that first Pioneer set that came out that you used the crossfader to start out the CDs. So, when you're hearing it, it's saying... Coming in second to none, right? And that's from off of the uh, previous album that Sean Styles was on. I cut his voice, right? So, and that that's interesting. And in that track right there, he delivers a three verse narrative, which is uh, story rhymes. I'm big on story rhymes. MCs who can kick story rhymes, it keeps your interest and it keeps you rolling in the car. And that's what we were doing at that time. Tell me how... Ask me how I know that these songs work.
6: How do you know that those songs work?
5: It's something that... uh, Something that Von Mason... I got the last interview with Von Mason. He came to uh, Las Vegas. And I got the last interview with Von Mason before he died. There's a formula to making... Music. Now you're gonna be original with what you do, but there's a formula to it. And me, I use a certain formula. Like myself, I don't read music, but I know how to count measures and bars. And I counted I counted out measures and bars and how I wanted things and how I wanted things to come in on the third and fourth bar to make them seem like they're playing, etc. etc. So but Von Mason in the interview from the questions that I asked him, he was able to bring this out to the people. If you want to know how to make hit records, you have to talk to people who have done it before. And when I listened to what he said, I said, Hey, I was thinking like that, but I didn't know. There was no, no one to tell me. So here's Von Mason. Make sure you smash the like, share button. Let people know. And make sure you go over to Apple Music or your favorite music provider and download those songs. Right? So look. Von Mason. Here we go. Let, let's, let's see what Von Mason has to say about how to make a hit record. you want to know how to do something? Listen to people who have done it, who continue to do it, who are in it, who have made it happen, who
1: continue to make it happen. Here we go. Rest in peace, Von Mason. He could play by ear, but he was a musician in the sense that if somebody tried to play some chords or whatever, a bass line, he was proficient enough to be able to, okay, I've heard this routine before.
5: He's speaking of James Brown, just to let you have context of what, because we pick up in the middle of the interview here. But he's speaking of James Brown and his ability to... Be able
1: to use the rule of fifths here we go I, I know he's if he's starting here there's only two places this guy can go from there I don't know any of that so they know to go, it's a circle of fifths but they, he knew that so from that standpoint he, w- he was a musician but you know n- not that he reads a lot of guys don't read
5: so um, did you program like the drum no, patterns and none all of that?
1: that MIDI musical instrument digital interface mm-hmm. that's what MIDI stands for none of that existed. If the drummer didn't show up, if the bass player didn't show up, if the keyboard player did not show up, there was no session. I mean, you're just sitting there clapping your hands. I mean, the clap track was, I had, uh, we did four tracks of uh, claps with four people. And that's what, when you hear uh, bounce, rock, skate, roll, that's what you hear when it gets to the hook. Why did I clap the hands on the hook and not the verse? Because Sheik didn't clap their hands on good times. If you take good times, and line it up with Bounce Rock, Skate Roll, it's going to move the same way. That was the formula. What the formula was, was take a hit record. How did I know it's a hit record? Because I went to Billboard magazine in 1979 and looked at every chart and I was looking for the top, the, a song that was in the top 10 of the Hot 100. Radio play, club play, 12-inch dance sales, which they don't have that anymore because they don't sell 12-inch dance records anymore, um, and club play. And Good Times was across the board in the top 10. So I said, okay, that's the song. I'm glad I like the song. I'm going to take it apart. I'm going to ask you a question I ask everybody. If, if, If I go, dun, 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 what's the next line?
5: Dun, 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 dun. Right. Okay, a
1: reasonable about a reasonable amount of number of times. Don't say a million, please. That you've heard the song. Whoop! There it is. How many times have you heard that record? Oh, countless. Count. Well, just give me a number.
3: Mm,
1: let's say hundreds, hundreds, hundreds of times. Hundreds of times. I'm gonna do the hook. You do the first verse. Whoop! There. there well, no. Excuse me. I'm gonna do the hook. You're gonna do the first. Right you, That's your cue. Whoop! There it is. First verse whoop, there it is, verse, verse, he don't know it, whoop, there it is, is, first verse, verse, and you've heard it hundreds of times, and this is my point, I'll get guys in the recording studio that'll be like, oh, wait a minute, Vaughn, I gotta write some heavy lyrics, <laughs> no mofo, you don't, this guy just said he heard a song hundreds of times, and you think because it's your song, it's so damn important, Ain't nobody gives a shit, All they remember is whoop! There it is. All they remember is the hook. But check this out. Look at it. Here's the mathematical formula. There's more to it. Bounce, rock, skate, roll was my hook. I did it by accident. Dun, 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 dun. Four notes. Whoop! There it is. Four notes. It's the most powerful set of notes you can have in music. And I did it by accident bounce, rock, skate, roll is the string line hit from good times, good M, bold times, are you safe or whatever the heck they say, so I went, I can't go bounce, I can't go good times, so I took the string line, it's a mathematical formula. E equals M C squared. Don't question it. Just apply it. And that's what people don't do when they hit the student. I gotta be creative. No, yeah. A little bit, you gotta get creative with the melody and whatever you're singing or rapping about. But other than that, you want a song that as soon as a DJ, unless you got well, we're not on radio now, right? This isn't radio, right? Okay. Unless you got unless you got money to pay somebody to play your fucking record. Uh, you want the DJs to break it, and when a DJ is in a club playing a song, and I'm going to ask you: When you have a DJ playing in a club and the, the dance floor is ass to elbow with people dancing, tell me what he's doing while that's happening. What's he doing in the DJ booth?
5: Oh, he's figuring out the next records that's going to keep the floor ass to
1: elbow. Thank you. And most people don't get it. So what? Now, now I give him one of my songs that has no feel of any song that's happening on the charts, in the clubs, or whatever. You have to do your homework. When I go to a club, I'm looking at, oh, he put that record on, and Jesus Christ, the dance floor got ass to elbow. He put this other song on, and it didn't. I don't want that song. But I go to Billboard magazine, it'll tell you what to play. Anyway, that said, you're absolutely correct. So why am I gonna give you a record that, how how can he mix this in? A DJ is working. He's trying to find tools that he can play and make the dance floor stay packed. The last thing a DJ wants to see is the floor not to get asked to elbow. So why are you gonna give him some creative crap that has nothing to do with that's musical? Nobody gives a shit about music. Whoop, there it is. You couldn't, you've heard it a hundred times. You couldn't t- tell me what the next line is. But if you played that groove, so let's take that song. Whoop, whatever that groove is to whoop, there it is. You can't copyright that that beat, or the feel of that. You can't copyright whatever the, if it goes bop, boop boop bop. I mean, come on, that's freestyle music all day long. Cynthia and and uh, um, dun, 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 Lisa Lisa had that saying You can't stop the music, too. I mean, right? can stop the music. But I locked in when I did bounce, rock, skate, roll. The drummer, there was no MIDI, there was no electronics. The drummer actually played to hearing Good Times in his headphones because that's the first thing I did on the two inch 24 track tape, was on track 23 and 24, left and right, I recorded Good Times by Sheik. The long version. And that's what he was uh, fed through the headphones. And he sat there and I wanted isolation. So as a recording engineer, I did not want him playing a drum set. I wanted him, I wanted control of just that snare drum. So the first thing he did was sit there and just, good times, these, he just sat there and pounded on the snare drum for five minutes and however long I took the snare drum away because I didn't want that ringing. I put the bass drum in front of it, good times, these are the... And he sat there and kicked that bass drum for five minutes and however long. Then he came back and played the eighth note higher. He played that through the whole song.
5: So you were basically, because they didn't have samplers at the time, or they were just getting ready to come out. No, up. it was a no, long, tom- long, long time. Long, no time. But Ooh, but, but you were basically sampling.
1: I was. That's all that's all yes, that's well that's all a tape recorder is. It's a sample, but I wanted isolation and control of each sound each individual or sample. Sound. Mm-hmm. So that when you're mixing it, if I wanted the snare drum a certain way, that's why I used a keyboard bass. I set that keyboard up to play the bass line, because if you have a bass guitarist, it's a human being. They're not gonna strike that bass note the same. With the same intensity every time i set the the attack on the um uh keyboard uh to you touch it soft or hard it was gonna go bah, uh, uh, no matter how soft or hard he touched it and i gave him this is the baseline and i had mapped out <clears throat> every time uh, good times changed like if they went the drums for 16 measures and then they did a a cymbal crash oh we went sixteen measures, and then there was a symbol crash. Or if they went sixteen measures go on. No, no, go ahead. If they went sixteen measures, and the the verse came in, because they started with the hook. When the hook ended, there was a hook baseline. That was that. Doom, 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 That that was just repeated. So what I did was every time that was the hook baseline. Then during the verse, they went doom, doom 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 do doom, 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 doom. whatever they did there that was baseline number two so I got on a piece of paper and I between the two hashtags was a line and from here to here was eight measures one two three four two two three, three four eight then six, so you count nine, measures six. and bars I, and I charted it out I don't write music but I can write time when things came in when things go out and I'll do that to this day why am I trying to reinvent the wheel
5: so so Speaking of, let, let's apply that to music today.
1: So, you know. so if you
5: want to know how to go about doing something, you speak to people who have done it, people who are doing it, people who continue to do it, who make it happen, right? Again, rest in peace, Von Mason. At that point, when he was like, go ahead, I was like, my mouth dropped open because I said, I used to do that. I didn't pick a record and try to copy it, but I used to count the measures and bars out and I would have sheets up to know how I wanted to play when I created the melodies and everything, right? And so it was just amazing to hear it because many times in Cleveland you didn't have people who you could talk to who had actually done it. So once you get to a certain level, that's why we bring it to you now so that you can have it so you can reference it. That's what I do. My interviews aren't aren't serious aren't bs i'm asking questions because we want people to know so here's another artist who does it who has done it and this is coolio let's see what coolio has to say about music production
4: just try to, just try to take it in stride taking stride, stride. try not to let it let it uh overwhelm you or, or let it um become become something that's vain about or, or like that so i just just live it, man. I, I live it, and I, and I try to be humble all the time. So, when you're in the studio, I want to ask a successful artist that has done it. You
5: traveled all over the world with your music, bro. When you're in the studio and you hear the beat, do you know that it's a hit? No. Or, or
4: okay. So, what makes you know? I, you know, I, I used to. Th- I, I used to think that I knew, but. Um, stuff be happening, man. You be doing a lot of stuff. You like that's some bullshit, but it ends up being a hit. So that's how it is, man. It just it, 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 it works out the way. It works out. You really have no control over that. So you never really know. But it's when the people hear it, maybe like you know what I knew, I knew, I knew. Fantastic words is gonna be here, uh-huh. man. I, I knew that, but not because I knew, because everybody else knew. I didn't really like it. I it was party. Did you, did you want to do, because you did a
5: purposeful party style of music, did you want to
4: do something initially hardcore at first? Nah, man, I I was trying to um, go for something different, man. Cause I, I, I'm a different kind of person, man. I in extreme situations, man, I I I'd rather, I'd rather shake. I rather, rather shake hands, man. I rather I rather be friends with people. And be, be, it's easier to be cool, man, than it is to, to be an asshole. So I never, uh, I never went for that. I never went for. The, I never went for the trying to be hard, hard role all the time. And I, you know. I try to educate, man. I try to educate, and I, I, I knew I had an opportunity to be heard by millions of people, or hundreds of thousands, whatever it was going to be. Um, I, 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 felt, uh, I felt that it was uh
5: to really be to do some bullshit. How do you? So that's Coolio, right? Laying out his experience in the studio and what a hit was to him and was not. Now the next person up is G Thing, comedian. Timing to me is everything timing is in boxing, timing is in dancing, timing is in hip hop and to me interviewing a comedian is just as important as interviewing a boxer, a singer, a rapper because timing, their timing is everything. So listen to what G thing has to say. A person is out there making it happen and do it if you want to know how to do something you gauge between the black and white audience yeah. to make your jokes universal like yeah. you talked tonight about uh, situations with white folks mm-hmm. and they laugh how yeah. do you gauge
0: that well you know i me personally it ain't even about what i'm saying I, now they got out of what i'm saying and they ain't bought into my personality See, I ain't selling jokes. I'm selling personality. When you go see Bernie, when you went to go see Bernie, when you go see Cedric, when you go see Mike Epps or Kevin Hart, you buy into the personality. You buy into the small man, you buy into the Martins. You buy into the personality. You never buy the jokes. And sometimes these niggas don't even remember what I said anyway. But they said he was funny and they love the personality. So what I do is I sell them G first. And once they all bored on G, then they'll buy whatever I sell them. Yeah, whatever I come out of my mouth, white people buy it, Mexican people buy it, Jewish, Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, and Catholics, Catholics, we're staying all! I've been drinking a little bit, so I'm sorry, uh, uh, America, I'm sorry. But I've been on stage for almost an hour, and I had to have a little Jew juice. Jew juice, yeah. When you're the headliner, yeah. how do you gauge how long you're going to stay out? Usually a headliner gets... 45 hour. an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned this from, some burning from Steve Harvey. Steve said, if a comic can't do an hour, he ain't on real comic. Shit has got to stop, nigga. I don't know how black people stay out here in Vegas with this goddamn heat, nigga. The devil live out here. Shit is hot. Nigga, this is that Nigga, kill yourself. There shouldn't be no fat people out here in Vegas, nigga. So when you walk outside, you lost 35 pounds, nigga. You walk to your car, you sweat like a motherfucker church dude. She is This motherfucker, I'm overdressed to be in this little bitch right here. I got this at Express, niggas, this. Yeah, this, this, nigga. I got this off the mannequin. Niggas. You know, and you, you gotta be able to go up there and entertain the people. And that they feel that they worth getting the show. When people don't leave. When they don't, you don't see people walking out the audience, they gotta show. When they gauge it. See, a lot of comics ain't as fast as me. See, I'm a fast paced comic. So I'm shooting. Da-da, 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 da-da. Man,
4: I don't give a fuck, nigga. Vegas, I
0: don't know. Shit, you niggas should relocate. This is... <laughs> I got this dark skin today, nigga. I want this. To... <laughs> I'm gonna say to Chris Brown, nigga. I swear to God. I was not this dark, and I up this dark, this. So, for an hour, I'm not stopping, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of comments that separate, and they'll tell a story, and they have, that story will go for about 20 minutes, and then punchline. Mm-hmm. And then you got some comments that'll do, you know, segues. they got a set. they got a subject, middle, and the end. Me, you just get it all, blah, blah, I ain't letting up till it's done. And then I have to tell the Nose to shake some hands, kiss the baby, and I'm out.
5: Okay, so this right here is playing right now. I have to play it low so not to get the co- uh, copyright clip. But this is, this is so glad I'm slay- saved, right? Right there you see B. Tim's there, see? The reason why I'm playing this is this is the one year anniversary of this coming out I shot the portion with B. Timms in Las Vegas, right? And Canton Jones shot and had his portion shot in Atlanta. Canton Jones wanted B. Tims on there using the vocalator. So they recorded the track in Atlanta, but B. Tims couldn't get back to Atlanta to film. So they called on me to come in and shoot B. Tim's part, right? So when you say that you are what you say you are, you have to be ready to deliver. So I talked to Canton Jones on the phone and said, give me the specs, all that. Went there, shot it, and then when you see it, it's seamless. Plus I did this white background effect on B. Tim's in the video, right? So this is October thirty first, it debuted. It has over one hundred seventy one thousand eighty four views right now and growing. And you know, I'm just happy it's something uh, international, national, international gospel artist. We put this together. Doug Williams is on it. You know what I mean? It's a it's a beautiful track. So it's so glad I'm saved. One year anniversary, Crazy D, and then we need you to keep on watching this so I can keep on getting my royalties because you know, YouTube, when you watch stuff, it gets royalties, I need my piece. So, if you keep on going over there and you watch it and you can see the work that Crazy D put in, you know, uh, and the edits that they did because they edited it there in Atlanta and the editing they did, the cutting the parts, and you can see that it is seamless. That's my shots of the vocoder, right? I call it vocalator, but it's a vocoder. And also the scenes where he's in this white background with the clouds that I uh, did. So go watch the video. I'm very, uh, you know, proud of that, of being able to go long distance and create something like I've always done, right? But it was like, we need this quick. And I was able to get it together quick, lay it out professionally, it looked good, and it's in video for per- in perpetuity. So, so glad I'm saved. Doug Williams, Canton Jones, B. Thames, and an MC named CSG, I believe, right? Beautiful song. So glad I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, as we move from production into producing movies, that's probably going to be part four possibilities and probabilities. We talk about disagreeable people. Learning about disagreeable people gets you ready for the next steps in your life. And that's what we're gonna be talking about tomorrow. We're giving a road map. We're giving a road map. What do you gotta say about all of it so far? We've got uh, three minutes. You've got one in one fifty.
6: Uh For those of you who are contemplating or who are already in the midst of uh, being in pursuit of a music career film career, anything having to do with the entertainment industry, there's something that you, there's something you have to have in your arsenal in order to make sure that you are not a casualty, uh, in this situation and that you're always on top and your dream does not become a nightmare on Elm street. Okay. Um, so we are giving you the information and we're prayerful that you're ingesting it and going to implement it. We want to see you be a success.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to see that you are a success. Listen people, we are more than proud to bring this to you, right? Uh, bring you this information, disseminate this information to you. Uh, this has been episode part three of Possibilities and Probabilities Observations TFR episode 46 disagreeable people. You know, all throughout the time that I was doing production and moving through, I met up with disagreeable people. I once came from pushing carts at finest, and I was using my finest check to finance this rap group. I get over to their house they're staying with their parents. I'm over the house and there's their girlfriends over there, and my shoes were scuffed from doing carts, and their girlfriend's talking about look at his shoes he ain't no producer now these dudes been knowing me for years we've been in the studio but yet they girls are saying that i said i got to drop these niggas then i dropped them <laughs> i mean it just it, it goes on like that disagreeable people and then they, i had one group of people say hey they, w- they wanted me to give up the masters. I said, I'm not giving up the masters. We talked about that. He said, well, we'll see you at the Grammys. I saw him years later. I said, dang, Beetlejuice. Wow. <laughs> it's just all messed up, right? So, I mean, it's a, it's a million stories like that, but you keep on trucking. I have to appear, or my sister has to appear as the disagreeable bandmate when in actuality, whoever has the equipment, has the ability to produce, anyone who has the lights, camera, writes the action, and can shoot and edit and edit down music, all that, is the most important person in the room, even if they don't act like such, because everybody needs to be working together as a team. That's what people didn't realize, right? But that's, disagreeable people and they be doing what they're doing and we keep doing what we're doing so people this has been another great episode of hashtag observations tfr episode 46 tomorrow episode 47 part 4 of possibilities and probabilities what is the probability and the possibilities that you will be successful if you know this information very high indeed. We will see you
2: tomorrow. Here's something about Germany, why I made a curator's deck of the Hollywood French book. Unity, unity,
4: art, heart, heart, you're doing it, you're